stories of the Bible are the base for my personal relationship with Jesus because I experience how God is talking to me through His Word and I learn to trust Him when I read the Bible. And this year, for example, had big changes ready for my life that I didn't expect at all. And um, yeah, three weeks ago, I landed here in ICF Zurich to use my creativity for God. And it's super awesome, but this decision wasn't easy at all because it was accompanied by insecurities and doubts. And then the Bible helps me to focus on God and because I know that He's going to help me and that He's going to give me hope and also that He's going to correct me because these negative thoughts don't come from Jesus, but from the enemy who wants to pull me down. And yeah, that's why I rely on the Word of God and put it in the center of my life because I know that it has truth ready for me. Come on! <laughs> wow, come on, it's always good. So hello, it's always good to be back in the house actually uh, because it's so cool to be uh, planted in, in a church, planted in a house where people just having their small group, their ministry, taking care for each other. I really love it from the bottom of my my name is Leo Bigger. For those people, you're very new. For those people, you're coming every Sunday. My name is Bigger. <laughs> yes, always, that's my name. So we start a, a brand new series about the Word, actually about the Bible. And the topic is, how can God's Word satisfy your hunger? The Bible says we are spiritual hungry. And the Bible uses many different illustrations or pictures about the Bible. For example, one thing the Bible says, the Word of God is like bread. For all those people you enjoy bread, is there anyone you say, I love bread? Can you lift your hands? Swiss people, they love bread. If you are on a diet, that's the third thing you skip, especially this one called Zopf. Zopf means white bread, there's a lot of uh, butter, that means from the lips to the hips, you know. And I think that's not, a, that's not a good thing. But if other words, the Bible says, the word of God is like bread, if you eat it, it will satisfy you and will strengthen you. I was uh, with my wife and some people uh, in, in Portugal. We walked more than 200 kilometers. And I, don't for, I will not forget, we passed a bakery early in the morning. And out of the bakery came such a smell of fresh bread. And all my team said, let's go into the bakery and eat all the bread. And that's the powerful illustration. The Bible is like bread. You know, around 25 years ago, uh, I was on, in a Bible school. And even 25 years ago, people were fighting and arguments about the Bible. Is the Bible really true or not? And when I asked my Bible teacher, tell me about your generation. I said 25 years ago, also people were discussing, is the Bible really the Word of God? Or there are some fails or some bugs in the Bible? You know, there are some people that say, we cannot believe in the Bible because scientifically there are so many stories that are impossible. Then my response is, tell me a story. It's impossible scientifically for a man to be three days in the belly of a fish. That's impossible. And my response is always, I agree. And they are shocked. What, what are you saying? So, yeah, this is really scientific. It's impossible for a man to live inside of a fish for three days. It's also impossible scientifically for an ocean to be part and you walk to dry land. It's also impossible. It's also scientifically impossible to walk as a man on water, right? It's also scientifically impossible 
really that you can raise a, a dead man from, from the dead. It's impossible. It's also scientifically impossible for a virgin to have a baby. But only if something is scientifically impossible doesn't prove that the Bible is false. It just proves that God is God. It just proves that we still have a miracle-working God. This is what it proves. Can I hear an amen? That, that's, that's the thing. God is not bound and limited on time and room. He can do everything and anything. And I'm really glad right now to say to you, because only something scientific, it doesn't make sense, that means we have a science and wonder God in our lives. And I have to be honest, I need miracles in my life. Is there anyone who say, I don't need any miracle? We need miracles in our life. We need a miracle working God in our size. And I believe that the word of God is a source. It's like bread, fresh bread, everlasting bread in my own journey. The first attempt attacked from the devil was to the word of God. When Adam and Eve were in the garden Eden, the devil sneaked in and asked the question, is this really true? Is the Bible really true? Are the commandments of God really true? This was the very, very first attack actually in the Garden Eden. And I think a lot of nowadays people are thinking, is the Bible really true? Yes or no? It's a source. It's a bread. It's so powerful and everlasting. My point number one about bread is our fresh daily bread. I think a fresh Zupf called Zupf, in Germany, it's so powerful. But if this bread is not fresh one week old, it's very hard. You can give it to your dog. Not even your dog will eat it because it's not fresh anymore. You know, the Bible says in Exodus chapter 16, verse 4, Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. This is scientifically impossible. But here you can see an amazing miracle took place in the desert. Rained bread from heaven. In Switzerland it means snow. The people are to go out each day and get enough bread today. In this way I will test them and see whatever they will follow my instructions. With others, the God says you need the bread every day. You need every day fresh bread in your life. And I want to ask you a question right in the beginning. Have you got a fresh revelation or a fresh Bible word today? Have you stood up this morning and said, God, I want to read in your word. I want to eat your bread. You, have you came to the celebration with already bread, with already a revelation from God and say, Pastor Leo, I love your preaching, but I already fed because I ate my bread. And now uh, the good thing is about technology, for example, for all those people, right now you say, I don't like to read. I have good breaking news for you. If you don't like to read, you can go to version and they send you every morning a Bible text for free. Makes uh-uh. And six o'clock in the morning, you have a fresh new Bible verse. If you say, Pastor Leo, I don't like to read, it's no big deal. They will even read the Bible to you early in the morning, in Chinese, in India, and even of Upper Zellerich. That's a place in Switzerland. That means you not even have to read the Bible. They will read the Bible to you. That means you don't have any excuse anymore to get up early in the morning without a Bible verse, without reading the Bible to you. That means you can be nurtured from inside out. 
Now I want to ask you a question because there are two types of Bibles actually. When I got saved, I will never forget, I bought for me a brand new Bible called Hoffnung für alle, means hope for all. And I came to the church with that amazing Bible like this under my arm. In our days you're coming to church with your smartphone and the Bible is in the smartphone. But I came with the Bible and a guy said to me, oh that's not the Bible. I said, what do you mean? He said, that's not a good Bible. He took the Bible away and he bought me an Eldenfelder Bible, a very fat one. And from then, that day on, I came to church with even a more heavy book, you know. And I said, that's the right word. And I had to learn around my journey. There are different breads, white bread, full bread, different kinds of Bible translations. And here are two things, main things, how you can translate the Bible. Here on the screen, for example, there are the four oriented Bible verses and some are more communicative. That means some are more by the original text. That means they're really not adding any words and some that just telling you an amazing story. To just explain you these two different Bible things, it's very simple. I have two boys at home. One boy, when I ask him, for example, how was your day? He will respond, awesome. Dot. Finish. That's all of the response you get. With others, even though if you study Greek and Hebrew, um, that means the way how he meant it, right? The other guy in my family is more the communicative guy and he will say, how was your day? Oh, dad, you know, I get up in the morning, the sun was shining, I went out to the house and it was really an amazing day. They're saying actually the same thing, but one is closer to the original and the other guy, it's, it's, it's much, feels much better. You understand that? Just take out your smartphone for a moment and I want to ask you the question, what kind of Bible do you read? And this is very important that you understand what kind of a Bible do you read. So here is the QR code, always, I go a little bit away. Now you can just scan the QR code. If you don't have a smartphone here, no big deal, you can see the questions here on the side. Okay, now comes the question. Are you, you have already the QR code? Yeah. Here are the questions. Do you read the new international version, the Kim Chain version, the new American Standard version, the Living Bible, the Message, the Passion, or other people? Oh, the, who, nobody, nobody's the Living Bible. Living Bible means living. Nobody wants to be alive. The Message Bible, the Passion Bible, other means there are different, the others is in the lead right now. The New International Version. Why is this important to know what kind of a Bible do you read? Because when you have a discussion in your small group in the ministry about theology, then you have to understand what kind of a Bible you're talking about. And here you can take all those Bible verses into those two groups. And you can see in the next slide, uh, like the new uh, American Standard Version and the King James Version is more four-oriented, means very close by the original. The new International Version, the Living Bible and the Message are more communicating things. This is very important for you guys to understand. That doesn't mean the Message Bible is wrong, has the other approach. As the approach, we want to explain you the Bible in a way you read it. It's easy to read and you can say, I understand every single word. Like in the New James Version, you read and sometimes you say, I don't get it. It's original, it's close, but I don't get it. Now let's just take two Bible verses that you understand what I'm talking about. In Psalm 122, verse 1, in the King James Version. 
I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Let's go into the house of the Lord. I will say, let's go to ICF. You know, but this is like the new ICF version. Communicative Bible means in the message Bible will translate the same Bible verse. I mean the same Bible verse. When they said, let's go to the house of God, my heart leaps for joy. I cannot stop showing anymore. Do you see the difference? One is very close by the Hebrew language and the other one is more like the language we use in our days. And that's important to understand. If you do a Bible study with the Messenger Bible, God bless you. Has another approach, just to understand, it's a different approach. It's not wrong. It's just the way how God can speak to you. You can eat white bread or you can eat whole bread. Bread is bread, but one thing, it's more lasting. The other one is a little bit shallow. I don't say wrong. But it's important for you guys to understand that very clearly. Let's go into Genesis chapter 39 and verse 23. I want to give you an understanding uh, why it's important to understand the Greek and the Hebrew in certain language. And here's about Joseph. Uh, when, when the warpen paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care, because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in everything he did. When American people or Swiss people or people from around the world, they read the word success, we think of more money, more houses, more cars, more Tesla, because now we're driving Teslas, we're going green, everyone goes green. That's no, no depression. Means more money, more stuff, more success, a better position. You flourish in everything. This is what we understand in the word of success. You agree? But the meaning in the Hebrew and actually in the Greek about the word success, it's even broader. The word success, for example, in Greek means in that text of Joseph, help on the way. Success means, meant in the life of Joseph, along your journey, Joseph, God helped you. That means you don't walk alone. God is always with you. That's success, not more money, more stuff. God Almighty is with you. In the Hebrew means advancing, making progress. And why I'm teaching you those things? Because it's very important when you get up early in the morning, take one Bible verse, one verse, Google, go into the Hebrew, go into the Greek, and all of a sudden you will feel the Bible gets bigger and broader, and all of a sudden becomes a source that gives you strength in your daily walk. Do you came here with a fresh word of God? Do you came here with a fresh revelation from God Almighty? If you are lazy to read, ask the version, you version, to give you a Bible verse. And if you not want to read, just let them read to you guys. Point number two. Now comes actually my point. I was strengthening bread. If I eat bread and I swallow the bread, it gives me power and strength in my journey. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 3 and 4, Jesus uh, was tempted. The tempter, the devil, came him to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell those stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written. Jesus is quoting the Bible. If the devil attacks you, quote the Bible. 
because the devil hates the Bible. Jesus said, the man shall not live from bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. With other words, when you're going to a season where you get attacked, or you're going to a season where you feel low, not strong, not doing very well, it's very important that you start to quote the Bible. You can quote Mickey Mouse when you are in a rough season. You can quote Shakespeare. It will do something in your soul. But the Bible is the most powerful source in your life because it's powerful. It strengthens you. You know, the last, last nine months, I have to be honest, we had a very rough season in, in our family. There's many, many reasons why. I don't want to go into the details. That's not the point. But in the last nine months, there was one Bible verse. I quoted the Bible verse every single day. My verse, my Bible verse for every month, morning in nine months was in Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. I said early in the morning, Leo, do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Not the numbers is your strength. Not the building is your strength. Not your invitations is your strength. Not even your car is your strength. The joy in the Lord is my strength. Leo, if you grieve, I don't grieve. I don't grieve. The joy in the Lord is my strength. There are seasons in your journey. You're going to a rough season. Start to quote Bible verses over your life. Sing it, shield it, scream it. Because the Bible is a powerful source. It helps you and it carries you to every season in your life. Can you hear an amen? amen. You're so quiet. You don't understand what I mean? It gives you strength. The Lord spoke to me when I prepared the message. Because often people say, ah, I cannot believe in every Bible verse. You have to understand, you have to understand the Bible, Bible in the context of our, of, our, of our days. And people don't understand if you proclaim the Word of God over your season. If you proclaim the Word of God over your family, over your circumstance, it's like eating bread. And it does something in your spirit. I want to give you another example. For example, often we sing amazing songs in our church. Some songs you will say, oh, it's, it smells like fresh bread. <laughs> Beautiful. Some songs are not powerful because the songs are written nice because of the content. And I want to show you one song. It's from Hillsong, United, Another in the Fire. Often you think, why is this song so cool? I'll tell you why. Because often we sing the Bible in that song. I want to show it to you right now. I know I will never be alone. There was another in the fire standing next to me. It's quoted to the story of Daniel in the old book of the Old Testament. Because when the three friends of Daniel, they were in the fire, they thought we will die. But when they looked around, they could see another person in the fire. That means when you sing this song, you quote to the Bible, you quote to the story of Daniel. And while we're singing, while we're quoting, it does something in your spirit. Or the next slide, for example. There was another in the waters, holding back the seas. We're quoting Peter, we're quoting Moses. When they were, when God just split the oceans or when Peter was walking on the water, they felt that's not possible. It's a miracle. And Bible says, even 
He holds back the seas with other words. God has everything in your life under control. We're quoting the Bible. We sing the Bible. Another one is actually from Jesus by himself. There is a cross that bears the burden where another died for me. Jesus Christ said, I came on earth to die on your behalf. What you do you know? Sometimes you quote the Bible verse like me, the joy of the Lord is my strength. You quote those Bible verses, you declare those Bible verses. Another way is you sing the Bible over your life. Can you, can you ask you to do a favor? Can you stand for a moment with me? And I would love to sing that song with you guys. Just proclaim the Word of God, Daniel, Moses, Peter and Jesus over your life. It's not just a song. It's not just the lyrics. We're quoting the Bible. Let's make the Bible alive. Let's sing that song. Come on. When I prepared the message, really God gave me just that idea. Let's sing those songs together that you have understanding. When we sing those songs, we proclaim the Word of God. We declare the Word of God of our lives. And you can sense and you can feel the power in your spirit. It may change something in your spiritual realm in your life. I want to close with three points in the end. First of all, believe the Word. Believe in the Word of God. Believe it from your bottom of my heart. Revelation chapter 22 verse 18 and 19. And the Bible says there very clearly, if you add something to the word or if you take certain things away, you get the punishment from God Almighty. I don't, I don't want to go really hard right now, but when we started our church more than 20 years ago, I said two things from the scratch. I said, first of all, we will never change God. God is God and we are not. Secondly, we will never change the Bible. The Bible is the foundation in our lives. It doesn't matter if, if the generations are changing, even though if people think different about sexuality, we believe that our foundation is and will be the Word of God and we will not change anything. Nothing. If you know why, read this. And I, I, I don't want to have this. This is, this is too crazy. Yes, we don't change the Bible. Secondly, it's important, speak the word of God. And here I have Stefan Kunz. Um, you are very good in lettering. You are actually um, an Insta star in Switzerland. Really, he's, he's an Insta star. He's uh, there are the ten, number 10 Insta influencer. He's one of them. Yeah, really. It's true. Wow. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's, it's not emotion, it's just a fact, you know. Now you're doing lettering. That's the way how you uh, speak the word of God. You wrote down Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Why you are doing lettering and why do you write, write down Bible verses in the lettering form? Well, the art form that I use is lettering and lettering is all about letters and words. So I had to choose at one point which words I, w I would want to, to write down. And, and so the only thing that I could think of was either I write quotes that sound fun and cool, like not all those who wander are lost, which sounds really great but doesn't really bring you anything. And the other option was Bible verses, which I knew were true and were like had a foundation. And so I decided back then, like when I started out, that I would choose quotes that would inspire and encourage people. And so I landed on Bible verses and that helped me out. <laughs> Wow, come on, this is uh, amazing. <laughs> Stefan, I always say, uh, very touched when I see you lettering. You're such a, you're so gifted in everything because I was glad when the computer came 
and I don't have to write by hands anymore because you cannot read my handwriting. It's really like you need this, the gifts of, uh, from the Holy Spirit to understand my writing. Now, I mean, you're very successful. And I think when you started doing lettering, uh, I think a lot of people came to you, maybe approach you and say, I don't think it's not a smart thing. If you're quoting Bible verses, you will not be successful. Uh, do you have certain talks like that? Absolutely. I had friends that came up to me when, when I got more successful and especially when I, after I quit my job. Um, a, a couple of great friends came to me and said, like, if you want to work for, for corporation, for big corporations and you want to be successful on the business side, then you should stay away or stay far away from religion. Um, doesn't mean it has to be Christian or anything, but just stay away from religion. And I had to think about it. I, I wasn't sure what step I should take and if I should take a compromise. But since I was uh, bullied in school already for being a missionary kid, I, I definitely knew that I didn't take a compromise back then, and I never did, uh, did compromise my faith, and I didn't want to do that later on as well, so I decided to stick with it, and I grew my popularity and, and my channel grew with my lettering, with my faith-based lettering, and so that never stopped me, and so didn't uh, companies stop them to, to actually reach out. And plus, I had the greatest privilege then because companies knew that I was a Christian, so I could speak about my faith. I could speak like, I feel the, that God spoke to me doing this and this and this. And, and they were like, well, we figured that you're a Christian. So th that, op that opened many doors that probably never would have been if I hadn't sticked to, to that and didn't take a compromise. Wow, come was amazing. <laughs> You're really a role model for me, how you do that on, on Instagram, how you share the, the Word of God through lettering. That's one way you, you can ask uh, version. version can send you every morning via WhatsApp a Bible verse. If you're even lazy to read it, they will read it for you. You can sing with songs like Hillsong or ICF uh, Bible verses. You can sing it under your shower. If you're a really good singer, do it. Otherwise, just sing for yourself. Or you can do it by lettering, sharing the Word of God in, in a way that people are connected and can find God. And I want to say thank you so much. You're a really big role model, and I love your lettering. And uh, unfortunately, you, you, you wrote the book, right? I did. And uh, in, it's unfortunate it sold out. Everything, <laughs> he came in this morning after the first celebration, it was sold out yeah. already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you, he brought eight books. No, just kidding. <laughs> You brought, you, you brought 200, almost 200 books and they were sold out after. Is there any way to get your books? Yes, there is. Um, I got a book now on my website. You can buy it there. It's going to be signed and we're going to ship it to you. So you can use the QR code. You're going to go to my website. I've never tried this. Uh, so this is your first time. So if you buy it there, we'll try to get it as soon as possible. But yeah, it's a great gift for Christmas, for your friends, for your family, for whoever you want. So you can get like five, ten copies. Like the, the people that I gave it away to, they already gave it away to someone else. Um, so it's going away like fresh bread. You know, and my wife, she bought this morning also your books, you know. She, she saw it and yeah. she bought it for Christmas. And this is really very trendy. It's a lot of Bible verse in it. it you can even give it to unbelievers and they will see, wow, it's the lettering and the Bible verse and everything. And I really wrote it, like every time I, like they send me some copies of what they thought would be a great caption to the, the post or to the picture, and I already had to, to change the, the caption to make it sound less Christian-y, to use less Christian words, just to make it uh, accessible to everyone to, to understand and to really like be encouraged and be inspired, and that's what the book is all about. Thank you so much. Let's give Stefan Kunz a big shout of applause. Thanks, mate. It's amazing. Wow, I hope you, you, you understand the point of the message is really 
read the Bible every day is an encouragement for you. Like bread, you eat bread every day. It's a fresh bread. You have a fresh revelation. And the last one is declare the word of God over your life. In John chapter 6, verse 63, the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are fully of the spirit and life. And I believe, really, if you declare the word of God over your life, a Bible verse, the joy in the Lord is my strength, or you take it from the you version, they bring you a Bible verse, or you read the Bible by yourself, or you're doing lettering, or you're singing worship songs, spoken Bible verse, I believe this has a powerful um a powerful power uh, as a it's a powerful source in our daily journey can we get up for for closing the message and really i would love to pray for you because i really believe that the spoken word of god will never come back empty it does something in your spirit in your soul and in your mind and father god i pray for the international congregation for every single small group, for every ministry, for every family, for every single person in this room. I have built my life on the Word of God. The Word of God is my source and my foundation. And thank you, Father God, you have given us so many options. How can we be nurtured by the Word of God? And I really can sense we are in a spiritual fight. What is truth and what is not truth anymore? God is like bread. Bread from heaven. question is always when I close my eyes if God will do a miracle right now any miracle for what kind of a miracle I would ask him can you think for a moment if God will be here right now and he's here and two or three people are gathered he's in the midst and the Bible says we don't have because we don't ask him and we belong to those people we are bold enough to ask God boldly for a miracle maybe you need a new job maybe you lost your vision or your dreams it seems so far away maybe you feel homesick because you're far away from home from your family and you haven't met any friend who gave you the feeling I belong here that's my family, my home. Maybe you need a physical miracle, a healing miracle, a provision miracle. Or maybe you have never given your life to Jesus Christ and you are here and you feel right now God wants to start a relationship with you. You're only one prayer away to be reconnected with God Almighty. That God will be your number one. Because in the quietness, there is God's presence. God is not in a rush. God is never in a hurry. 
He's here. Holy Spirit, I want to ask you right now. You made the Word of God alive for me, accessible. Fill me up. And I eat the Word of God. It strengthens me. songs again and church it's so important for me that we proclaim the word of God let's declare the word of God over your life that's all of that church is all about we proclaim the goodness and the grace of God he's stronger than any circumstances if God is for me who can be against me the 